right, ladies and gentlemen, this is uh, True News 365. Thanks for joining me once again. Um, I, I want to get into um, a little bit of uh, uh, Hebrews 10. Uh, Hebrews 10, uh, chapter, chapter, Hebrews chapter 10, 26 through 31. I'm going to cover that. And once again, this is one of those uh, texts that are supposed to be used to state that... Um, that you can lose your salvation. Okay, we're back in Hebrews. I've already been, I've done Hebrews chapter 6 twice already. And um, and now in chapter 10, I want to cover this because um, at first when you look at this, it's pretty tricky. Okay, so I want to go through it. And first I want to read it. Um, I hope I don't get interrupted. I probably will be. This might be a choppy. My internet is a little off today. So let's get into it. Okay, Hebrews 10. Uh, 26 to 31, break out your Bibles, pause this, get your Bibles. We're reading once again out of the New American Standard, <coughs> starting with verse 26. Okay, for if we go on sinning willfully after receiving the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins, but a terrifying expectation of judgment and the fury of a fire which will consume the adversaries. Wait a minute, let's go back here, 26. I'm over here. Okay, let's see if you could see that well. Yeah, you should be able to read that. Okay, for if we go on sinning, let's start again. For if we go on sinning willfully after re receiving the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins, but a terrifying expectation of judgment and the fury of, of fire, which will consume the adversaries. 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 Thank you. Verse 28, anyone who has set aside the law of Moses dies without mercy on the testimony of two or three witnesses. How much severer punishment do you think he will deserve who has trampled underfoot the Son of God and has regarded as unclean the blood of the covenant by which he was sanctified and has insulted the Spirit of grace? For we know him who said, Vengeance is mine, I will repay. And again, the Lord will judge his people. It is a terrifying thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Okay? That's Hebrews 10, 26 to 31, the word of the Lord. Okay? So, um, this is said to demonstrate that one can lose their salvation after coming to faith because it speaks of believers being sanctified and set aside by the blood of Christ. So they, they're like, aha, you see, we were, we were right. You're being sanctified, so, uh, and so right there they say, okay, well, that means that we are sanctified. Okay, yeah, my, my internet is really choppy, so I don't know how this is going to come out. Okay, so after reading this passage from verse 26 on, nowhere is it speaking specifically on a single person, but it's generalizing on the life of the supposed person who is now in Christ. Okay, um, the argument is that many say that this demonstrates that you can lose your salvation. However, again, it says nowhere of the spirit being indwelt or having been left or extracted. It doesn't mention the spirit. All right, in terms of okay, the spirit is going to leave you because we know 
the Spirit is given to those who belong to God, as in Romans 8.9, where it says, However, you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you. But if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he does not belong to him. That's Romans 8.9. Okay, instead, what it says is that if at one time a person was given the gospel of truth, having come out of the law, speaking of the Jews, and now they want to continue on in sin, there is no other hope other than the gospel. If we go on sinning after being given the gospel, there's no other way of salvation, nor any other sacrifice for sin. That's it. Christ is it. Okay? In verse 29, it compares how much more deeper in judgment the person is for rejecting the grace of God through Christ, but as it were spitting as it as it were spitting in God's face and having such low regard for Christ's spilled blood by which those saved are to be separated unto salvation. The author is speaking in general of the process by which people are to be saved, the importance and the, the sanctity of the blood of Christ in our salvation. This is the same for anyone who comes forward after hearing and receiving the knowledge of the truth, which is the gospel of salvation. The author of Hebrews is yet again generalizing and speaking in terms of anyone who draws back and rejects God's grace. And we know that throughout Hebrews, the author is talking about talking about those Jews who have come to know Christ but are slacking in 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 their growth as per ja, uh, John um, rather uh, Hebrews chapter 15 and in chapter in chapter 6 rather chapter 5 and chapter 6 we see that the author of Hebrews is talking about those Jews that were slacking and they should be at this point eating meat instead of having milk these are those same Jews who he's talking about because the book is written to the Jews. The blood does sanctify the true child of God, but if the person ends up becoming an apostate, they were truly sanctified by Christ's blood, but it was for some other reason that they initially came forward, just as those in John chapter 6 who followed Christ for other motives. And he told them, oh, you're only following me because of the food. Just as those in John 6, right? And just as anyone else who even today follows Christ for the wrong reasons, are false converts, and they end up falling away. Okay? So if we go back to... Um, let, let's read that again, and this time <coughs> to go over it. In, in um, Starting from verse 26, if we go on sinning willfully, you see, after receiving the knowledge of the truth, what is the knowledge of the truth? That's the gospel. Okay? There no longer remains a sacrifice. That's it. Because Christ was our our sacrifice, the sacrifice lamb, right? But a terrifying expectation of judgment and the fury of fire. So so when it talks about down here and it talks heavy about judgment, okay? Um, it says here in verse 20, it, it is a, ter a terrifying thing to fall into the hands of a living God, for we know him who has said, vengeance is mine, I will repay and again, the Lord will judge his people. Okay, this is no different than what happened out of the wilderness where God's people were led out of the wilderness, but many of them did not have faith and they fell. God's people, his elect, his, the people that he, the, he, he, he 
selected for himself. But among those, there were people that, that did not have faith, right? And so in the larger things, which is not covered here, we're talking about the election as those who were before time that God uh, elected for salvation. That's not in this context. We're, right, right now, we're talking about the meat and potatoes of the life in Christ, um, the walk that we have to do in faith, right? Um, and persevere to the very end because that is in the here and in the now. We're not talking about what God has done from the beginning of, <coughs> of, of time, right? From eternity past. That's not in this context. In this context, it's talking about the people of God who need to persevere and who in sanctification need to grow in the Spirit. And so if we go on sinning willfully, then it'll prove that we were not truly saved. That's, that's all that means. Anyone who has set aside the law of Moses, he's talking about the law of Moses because he's talking to the Jews, dies without mercy, on the testimony of two or three witnesses. How much, see, that's what it's talking about. Um, how much more deeper punishment do you think he will deserve who has trampled on the foot? The Son of God rejected him, has regarded unclean the blood of the covenant by which he was sanctified, right? That's, that's, he's talking about a motive. How much more severe punishment do you think it'll be on somebody who's trampling on the precious blood of Christ, okay, by which he was supposed to be sanctified. He's speaking in, in generalities, okay, and insulted the spirit of grace by which he was supposed to be saved, okay? If the person continues like this, then he deserves what he's taught, a terrible thing to fall into the hands of the living God. That's the point. The point is, that if this behavior, this is what your judgment will be. Again, this is not in context of the of the uh, of of the uh, election of those people. God will ultimately will 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 be saved of the ones who who persevere. Uh, that's not that's not in that context. This is in the context of of a group of people that are now ex exhorted to live a certain life. And that goes in harmony with what we see in uh, chapter 5 and chapter 6. Okay? Uh, you know, demonstrate that you are believed to the very end. That's the context of uh, the context that, that we see here. Okay? So that's pretty much it. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I hope that you appreciate that. Um, and uh, I guess, yeah, we'll talk some other time. And until next time, uh, God bless.